Well, good evening. How's everybody doing tonight? Good? You guys ready to worship God tonight? Yes. You guys ready to see miracles tonight? Yes. Amen. All righty, well, let's get started here.
Broken and torn, 
Don't leave me in the name of Jesus. 
service, you felt something different, and if you haven't, you need to feel right now and see if that's begin to dissipate, because I'm telling you, when faith arises in a house like this, your battle can start on the worship field, amen? It's when you begin to praise, it's begin, you begin to praise the devil away and begin to declare your victory before it's a row. See, faith is not something that you can see right now. He wants you to get your mind off what you're looking at and look on what you can't. And that's his power that's going to remove it. Come on, we need a seed of faith in here tonight. If that's you, if there's someone out there with a growth, someone with something on your body that you can feel and you can say, Nicole, it's leaving. I feel it right now. I feel a difference. If that's you, then something's happened to you and you've been touched tonight. And you might be the answer for the rest of this crowd. So now is not the time to be afraid. Don't worry, God ain't afraid. He's ready to move. Amen? Is there someone here that would say that was me tonight? Is there anyone in here? Anyone here? If it is, if it's you, get down here to the front. Call it out. I'm calling it, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus. To the left, I got a guy. You coming down, brother? No, he's coming to worship. All right, well, I believe there's somebody here that it's happening to right now. Come on, everyone, lift up your heavenly language. We're going to release the spirit of faith in this house tonight. We're not going to let this go. We're not going to be lazy tonight. How many of you know that there might be someone here tonight that this might be the last night they live? Tonight might be their last night they live, so someone's got to lift up some praise. Someone's got to lift up some faith in this house. Come on. Father, we just begin to lift up our heavenly language. Father, 
declare that you are Lord. We take authority over the principalities. Right now in the name of Jesus, God, we begin to press towards the mark. We press towards in the name of Jesus. Is that you? Okay, just checking. Come on, lift up your heavenly language. It's ain't a time to get weak. Come on, something's happening in the spirit. Something's breaking free. Something's breaking free, but you gotta press in. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, hell. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You can be seated for a few moments. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are here because we believe. Not a question whether we do. It is an absolute truth that we do. We are here, and if you're here tonight, and you have gathered yourself simply for the fact that you believe, you have enough faith for anything to happen. Anything to happen. Hallelujah. 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 I'm reminiscing of miracles that have transpired that I've, I've saw. I've seen people that have no eyes, born with no eyes, totally healed, have brand new eyeballs. I've seen eyes sticking out an inch and a half beyond the eye socket with a little black mark on it. And God recreate that eye and that eye melt and run out on a man's face and his eye be formed. I've seen babies with no backbones receive backbones. I've seen skeletons. People have their whole skeletal system restored. I've seen numbers and numbers of those born deaf, the dumb, the lame, 
a halt. This is all because Jesus never changes. Has nothing to do with a man. Simply has to do with who Jesus is. Who Jesus is. Just with who Jesus is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You might be here tonight. You might say, I want to stand in proxy for somebody. There's a young man in the Kenton church. I think he was seven or eight years old. He was, had, what did he have? No, not the, the blind boy. Uh, the one that his mother, his grandmother, uh, brought a prayer cloth from, brought him to a service. He, did he have lupus or? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very sick. Yeah. Yeah. He's a member of our Kenton church. Yeah. His aunt stood in for him. God healing him. God touched him. I'm telling you, there is nothing impossible to God. Nothing impossible to God. Hallelujah. In Matthew 4.23, if I could have that on the screen, Matthew 4.23, I just want to talk for a moment about Jesus' reputation. Now, when I got born again, I didn't have a great reputation. And since I've been saved, they don't speak too kindly of me neither. But most of our reputations, we seem to think that are bad, which they are. My name among a lot of my friends and those that don't befriend me is Mr. Conservative. You might not believe that, but I'm known as Mr. Conservative. I don't believe in cussing, drinking. I don't think people need to smoke. I believe in living holy. I believe in living right. I believe in living by faith. And I believe in giving your life to Christ and letting him keep it instead of taking it back every other day. They call me Mr. Conservative. I really don't like to eat things cooked in wine. Even though they say they cook it out, but... I've never ate enough wine-based chicken to get drunk, but I still don't like the idea of doing it. I'm just Mr. Conservative. I don't think you ought to watch TV that has cussing in it. I don't think you ought to watch two homosexuals making out. I don't think you ought to watch two women kissing. And I don't think that you ought to watch things that are filled with trash. I'm called Mr. Conservative. I have a reputation. And I want to protect it. Hallelujah. I want God to know my name and the devil to tremble at it. And it says, Jesus went about all of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And his fame, his reputation, went throughout all Syria, and they brought, because of the reputation, they brought unto him all sick people, and all that were taken with diverse disease and torments and those which were possessed with devils and those that were lunatics and those that had palsy 
and he healed them. The understanding is all. And there followed him great multitudes of people from Galilee and from Decapolis and from Jerusalem and from Judea and from beyond Jordan. Jesus had a reputation. What was his reputation? His reputation was that he was the healing Jesus. His reputation was that he was not a respect of persons. And the Bible says, and they brought unto him all. So there wasn't some selective few that Jesus touched. His fame or his reputation was that he turned nobody away and he said no to nobody. And he never ever failed anybody. Jesus had a reputation. What would cause a woman as in Mark, the fifth chapter, that had a woman, that had a issue of blood for 12 years, unclean. If she went out into the public, she would be jeopardized her life, having been separated from her family. Yet she one day hears that Jesus is coming. And she says, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, what type of woman would walk out of a house where all of her neighbors knew where she lived. You know how neighbors are. They're like in-laws. They stick their nose into everything. And they're watching this house to find something against this woman. But this woman had heard of Jesus. And she believed that she was making a one-way trip. She did not believe she was coming home the same. She said, if I can touch but the hem of his garment. There was no question, will he? There was no question, I wonder if. There was no question, I hope it happens. Those are questions of people littered with fear and faithlessness. But she heard of the fame of Jesus. She heard that he went about doing good and healing all those that were oppressed of the devil. See, when she heard about the rumors, the reputation of this man from Galilee... She believed that reputation. That reputation preceded him. And since it preceded him, when she heard of the reputation, she loosed herself from the fear of what ifs. You know, what ifs should never be in the life of a believer. There are no what ifs. Could I get an amen? amen. We serve an absolute God. Questions have been resolved. And God's absolute will is unveiled to us in Christ himself. Jesus' fame, Jairus, came to Jesus. And he said, will you come and lay hands on my daughter so that she may live? Some interpretations say she's already dead. The other is that she's on the verge of death. But either one, the reputation was that if Jesus can touch a life, no matter what process of death is in motion, Jesus can reverse it. Come on, Jesus can reverse it and change the report. Change the report. There is no question in the heart of those that believe in Jesus. They believe he's the same today, yesterday, and forever. His reputation precedes him in the generations of people that went before us. Our grandmothers, our parents, our brothers, our sisters, our neighbors testify of a living Christ, of a Christ that heals and a Christ that loves and a Christ that delivers. There is no question of what will happen when we pray for the sick in his name. Thank you.
Even that was aggravating me. Hallelujah. And so when we come to the place that we hear about Jesus, fear should fall and fear should bow at the faith of every believer. Jesus has freed us from the fear of death. We don't fear what the adversary can do to us. We simply embrace the truth of Christ by faith that resides in us. Could I get an amen? The man that brought his son to Jesus that had a deaf and dumb spirit. I know people say it's an epileptic spirit. I was just reading in somebody's Bible that, you know, Jesus did a miracle of casting out an epileptic spirit. There is no such thing as an epileptic spirit. But the Bible says, the Bible says plainly, it was the spirit of deafness and dumbness. And no matter how many times we read it, when we see epileptic spirits, that ought to tell you how religious you are. Even the people that printed the Bible printed it religiously, epileptic spirit. Religion will blind you so you can never see the truth. But this man comes and he says, my son has a deaf and dumb spirit. I brought him to thy disciples. You know, even believers have a reputation. These are those that have turned the world upside down. We are those that reverse what the devil has done. We are those that hold the authority over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We are those that can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. We are those that have been freely given and freely we give. Amen? We are those that have been branded by God. We are those that have been authorized by God. And there is a fame and the church has a reputation as being a place of miracles. When you think of church, you ought to think of miracles. You ought to think God still lives. Jesus is alive. He's not dead. There is hope. Hallelujah. We ought to be bringing and dragging those that are hopeless into church services every Sunday so that they can be touched, freed, lifted up, and rescued by the name of Christ Jesus. Some people say, well, our church doesn't pray for sick. I'd get out of that church. Only an idiot would stand on the edge of a hot grease pan and think they aren't going to end up a French fry. You're going to end up just like your church. Not believing anything. Could I get an amen? Well, every church does and every church should. If they're sick among you, let them call for the elders of the church. Let them pray for the, the prayer of faith and the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise them up. All questions are gone. The church should have a reputation. It should be filled every Sunday with people that are bound and afflicted. Filled with hope. Filled with expectation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you were here when Jesse Duplantis was here and they carried that man in and laid him on the back pew? His girlfriend, his fiance was with him and she had fourth stage cancer. She had tumors all in her breast. We prayed for her and all the tumors left. 
And then we came to him and we said, are you ready? He said, I believe. He said, I believe that if I could get here that God would heal me. They've given me up. I'm a crippled. I can't do anything and they can't do anything. We prayed for him less than 30 seconds. He rose up off of that bed, walked away from the wheelchair and came down and walked as a testimony of the trophy of Jesus' fame. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. 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 Mark, you remember we came in with service one time. There's a lady. She lived right down the road from Sherry Abriel and from my house on, on what is that road? I don't know. West. I don't even know what road I did live on. What is it? Sydney Freiburg. And they brought and they left their mother out there on the couch. And I went up to her and she said, oh, don't touch me. I'm in excruciating pain. They brought me and they laid me on this bed because I can't walk. And I said, could I touch your finger? She said, okay, but very gently. I touched her finger and I said, be whole, be healed, rise up. I turned and walked away, and while we were walking down the center aisle, that woman come running by us and made it to the altar. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, hallelujah. You remember Darcy and, uh, oh gosh, I can't think of, Darcy uh, and, uh, oh, I forget her name. Remember, they brought her sister here. She had a rheumatoid arthritis. She was so crippled that they had to move her out of her own house and put her in her mother's house because all she did 24 hours a day was scream in pain. And her husband and her daughter could not function without sleep. So they moved her out of the house. She was living with her mother in a secluded room and they brought her here. She stood right in this area. And she said, oh, please don't touch me. And I think I reached out and touched her with the finger. And I went to say something. And she took off and leaped up on that stage and was totally healed. Was totally healed. The fame of Jesus Christ. I was standing in the office one day and they brought this man in. His name was Dan. His sister was Kathy Gwynn. And he'd been hit by a semi-truck. And they brought him in and he was all twisted and bowed over. My son-in-law was standing there and he walked in, walked by and he said, well, I'll tell you what, there ain't no way God's going to heal that guy. Look at him. Well, they brought him into my, the green room in there where we meet guests and we prayed for him, and God healed that man. And he came up here and fell on the, on the floor and started breakdancing in front of the people. On that same Sunday morning, I said, stupid, you'll cripple yourself doing that kind of stuff. But, you know, he lived for God. Listen to me, God is a God of miracles. Hallelujah. And there's nothing impossible. God, Jesus 
had a fame that went out before him. He had a reputation. The man that had a son with a spirit of blind, I mean deafness and dumbness, brought him and said, look, I brought him to your disciples and they could not heal him. If you can do anything, help us. Jesus said, just believe. He said, if I have any problems, please help my unbelief. Jesus had a reputation. He brought his son that probably was scarred. He had been thrown in the fire to be destroyed, thrown in the water to be destroyed, tormented, gnawing on his tongue night and day, destroying the family. Jesus had a reputation. The blind man, Jesus, have mercy on me. Jesus, have mercy on me. We were doing that in Africa. I don't even know what, where was that place? Felt, do you remember? Nairook, thank you, Eric. We weren't even supposed to preach that night. We just come to the crusade ground. They said, here it is. And I'm telling you, we're going over rocks. I mean, listen, you, you would think nobody would travel those. But that's where we go. We went back there, ended up having, I don't know how many, Eric, about 120,000 people in a hole. In a hole. And while we were there that first night, I said, well, I think I'm just going to get up and preach. They said, don't do that, Pastor. You don't have a certificate for this. You don't have the right to do this. The crusade can't start tomorrow. And he said, you'll go to jail. I said, do you know where it's at? He said, yes. I said, then pick me up there. So I got up on there. There's a couple hundred people there. And, and I, I told Randy, I said, Randy, pretend like you're blind Barnabas. And I said, okay. So I uh, just started preaching. And Randy makes a poor blind Barnabas. He's only got like three minutes to prepare, you know. And, and he's saying, oh, Jesus, Jesus, pathetic little guy. And, and he's calling out, have mercy on me. And about that time, a man with a long stick walking like that was going in front of the platform and God opened his blind eyes and he came to the platform and testified that Jesus had healed him. Listen, I'm telling you, there is nothing impossible. There is a reputation of Jesus Christ in the earth today. The fame of him went out. What is the reputation of the Jesus that you know? Is it the reputation that he doesn't do miracles today? Is it the reputation that healing doesn't happen? Is it the reputation that God doesn't answer all prayers? Is it the reputation that only God heals a select few? It is a reputation that God uses sickness to teach us something. What type of perverted reputation have you heard of an unchangeable Jesus? Jesus does not change. People say, you never know what God's going to do. Beg your pardon. I know just what he's going to do. He's going to set the captive free. He's going to open the blind eyes. He's going to unstop the deaf ear. Come on, hallelujah. He's going to do for us what man could never do. Jesus is going to make you. A walking testimony. I know exactly 
what Jesus is going to do. I know exactly what he's going to do. He's going to do the impossible. He's going to do the unimaginable. He's going to do today what he's never done. Because if we believe greater works than these, shall we do? In other words, Jesus wasn't saying that we're going to do them without him. We're going to do them with him on the inside of us. So what he did yesterday, I declare unto you, he'll do greater today. We just prayed for a, a boy in Mexico that uh, had no ears and no holes in his head. No ears and no holes. They said, well, he's deaf. I said, well, he ought to be deaf. He ain't got no ears. He ain't got no holes. So I prayed for him. And that little boy heard for the very first time and spoke. Listen, God can do the unimaginable. Amen? Hallelujah. God can do the impossible. And God is waiting to do what we expect him to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know that you come for miracles because God is a miracle working God. Why else would we gather on a Sunday night when we could watch reruns? We don't have to watch reruns. We can see it in living color. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What'd you come for tonight? What are you dealing with in your body? Just a gout issue. <clears throat> when was the last time you went to a doctor uh, for your heart? I've never been to one. You've never been to one? No. Good do Have you? You haven't. Uh, how's your children? I'm, I keep seeing this heart thing happening in you. Is your mother and father alive? Yes. Okay. My dad just had valve replacement Thank surgery. You. There you go. Yeah. And it was, it was perfect. We Good. prayed before he went in, and they said usually they have bleeding around the valve when mm -hmm. they do it. <clears throat> there wasn't any bleeding at all. They Good. Said it How was long perfect. has that been? Two weeks ago. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you what, I'm going to pray for your father because I saw that. And uh, then when I pray for him, you know this, you're never going to have that happen to you. Understand? Stopped right here. We ain't letting it go on. We ain't letting it get into our children. We're stopping it right here. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak right now a healing word, God, into his father's heart, to the vows, God, in the name of Jesus. I loose, God, right now, the working of miracles into that heart. God, I break the power of any attack that would come against him. And God, I curse right now. I curse this right now that, God, it goes no further, that it ends right here in Jesus' name. And, Father, I thank you for it. Now, God, I curse these issues with gout in Jesus' name. And I command it, God, right now, from the very root, I curse it in Jesus' name. Let his body, God, process these foods right. And God, we thank you for it in Jesus' 
mighty name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. And what's your name? Carol. All right, Carol, you know Alois. Alois. You haven't seen her in years. Uh, what was she to you? An acquaintance? Did you work with her? Or you did. She went to, you went to church with her a long time ago. Can you get in touch with Lois? I want to tell you something. Lois needs a helping hand. The Bible says that we are, if we see our brother sin, we are to go to that brother. I'm telling you right now, Lois needs the helping hand of God. I want you to reach out to her. She needs you. She's going through a very traumatic time in her life. And you're going to tell her that it's going to be okay. And just by her hearing it's going to be okay, she's going to flip her life. And she's going to end up where she should have been anyway. She's going to end up right back in the hands of Jesus. She needs to hear that it's going to be all right. Her life is not good. So please, you get in touch with Lois. Okay? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We worship you, Jesus, and we thank you. And that guy right down there with that, what'd you come for? Yeah. Diagnosis with what? Leukemia. Leukemia. Okay. Hallelujah. And how long have you known? About a month. About a month. Okay. You know, we just had a guy in uh, Mexico uh, Friday night. Said, Pastor, three years ago, I came to this church. He said, and uh, he had doctor's reports. And uh, he said, I've been to three different hospitals, three different doctors. They diagnosed me with the very same thing. He said the x-rays or the CAT scans, whatever they were, said all my arm was totally black, eat up with cancer in the PET scan. And then all my spine was black. He said, you prayed for me. I went back to those three hospitals, those three doctors. They did PET scans again and my bones are all white and God healed me he said I just thought I'd bring these doctors reports and tell you that God healed me and raised me up and I'm telling you God's not a respect to persons listen I'm, hallelujah hallelujah I'm doing well I don't know how many people we that don't even know Jesus get healed of cancer and come back for cancer and uh, just, just get healed then we ask them, well, are you saved? They, well, we are now. But when they got prayed for, they were just sinners. And uh, no deals, God just heals them. If he'll do that for the Samaritans of this world, he certainly would never say no to the children that have access to the table. That's what I know. Hallelujah. So let's just stand up here. Hallelujah. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, this leukemia, Father, she came here because 
there's a reputation Jesus is a healer God I believe you and I know that you believe in us and God tonight I bring her before the throne of grace and I say father we need a touch of grace and mercy God and we receive it right now grace and mercy in the time of our need now I curse this leukemia in the name of Jesus Christ I command you right now I command every blood cell every lymph node every organ that's been touched I speak to the marrow of this bone right now I command the marrow of these bones to be totally loosed right now I command all leukemia come out of her right now you devil loose her in Jesus name and I loose the working of miracles every blood cell that is made God of the marrow of the bone God will be filled with life length of days filled with purpose and longevity to fulfill what you've called her to do now God I loose the working of miracles in Jesus name amen and amen hallelujah hallelujah uh, now I don't know I, I'm not a doctor certainly you wouldn't take anybody to know I'm too dumb to be a doctor or too smart to be one waste all that time anyway I'm kidding Dr. O'Blue now did you have uh, urinary problems no urinary tract problems no. did you have a urinary urinary problem He has been complaining. <laughs> I believe. Do you want to keep it? I thought it was just like getting old. So I was just like. So you think when you get old, you got just got to pee yourself to death or not yes. pee? What? What? what yeah. How old are you? I'm 52. Well, I'm 67. <laughs> I don't wake up to pee at night. Wow. I'll give you a whole box of band-aids that's how i don't get up i'm kidding you i'm kidding you Lord. now look i'm gonna pray for you right now this is going to end hallelujah praise god in the name of jesus christ of nazareth i curse god right now i speak god to this bladder and i speak god right now to this prostrate prostrate god i curse it right now i command it to come into alignment to be normal size in the name of Jesus. Loose him right now. Set him free. God, let him sleep the sleep of the righteous. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 God knows everything about us, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Amen, he does. And just the weariness of, of blood and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, I don't know why they want to call it fatigue or all that kind of stuff but it is an attack on our blood you know the blood is the life of the flesh amen hallelujah it is the life of the flesh so you need to realize that being weary and being tired have you went and had a blood test you did <clears throat> well sometimes they do find sometimes they don't find but I do know the healer that will cleanse this from you. And I'm just telling you that 
week from Wednesday, however many days that is, you're going to rise up on that Wednesday morning and you're going to feel like somebody has energized you or the energizing bunny has possessed your body. You're going to rise up and you're going to be strong. Now, God, in the name of Jesus, I loose a cleansing into this blood right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I command this fatigue. I command God right now this out of balance blood. I command it to come into order in the name of Jesus. You come out of her right now. God, I loose right now the working of miracles in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God knows where we are. God knows just what we're going through. Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. How are you doing today? You're good. <laughs> kind of like hesitant. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You ever had a wedding ring put on your finger? You don't have to answer that. Uh, and sometimes rings in the old covenant were symbolic of enslavement in fact when you come out of when you find Israel come out of Egypt that many of the men took their earrings and threw them towards the building of the temple in the wilderness and I'm not telling you to get earrings or anything like that but I'm just telling you what took place. And earrings many times connected people to certain tribes or certain groups in the military. And you could earmark them. And in fact, a slave that didn't have an earring, if he wanted to stay with his master, he would have a hole put in his ear with an awl. And he would become branded to that man. So a lot of times they bind us to things that enslave us. That's certainly not God's will. But then sometimes when rings and chains are broken, we still have the mentality of that enslavement that God has set us free from. Israel wanted to go back to Egypt thinking well maybe we would be accepted better maybe it was just that we weren't working hard enough come you know man they were kind of good to us they started seeing the terribleness of slavery in a positive way when those chains are broken God wants to move us forward and God wants to take us into something new. And God wants to restore unto us. And God really does want to bring us into a place of real covenant. With something destined of him. Some people say, well, divorce is terrible. I know God hates it. There's two causes for it. Fornication and the hardness of heart. That's just what the Bible said. We just forgot that part hardness of heart if they find any little thing in their spouse because of the hardness of their heart they think on it they think on it they think on it they think on it 
And pretty soon, they give them a writing of divorce. Never God's purpose, it just happens. Sometimes we go through things to prove we're on the wrong track. You ever started something saying, oh my God, this is not the way. Sometimes we prove things by discovering what is not God. And sad to say, sometimes it takes years to do it. Sometimes it breaks, it brings broken covenants to do it. But we don't know what's in man's heart until after we've been connected to him. And then we can judge him by what we're seeing and by what we're experiencing. Deception sometimes blinds us so much that we just can't see what's under the surface. Then after time, guess what? The root grows up, the tree grows, and the fruit comes. And it's not the tree that God wanted us to be a part of. But thank God for new trees. Now I'm telling you right now that God is going to give you a new beginning. I'm telling you right now no matter what you think, you'll be able to trust, you'll be able to love. And the latter end is always greater than the former. That's just the nature of God. You fall into a hole, he'll raise you higher than the earth. Ask Joseph. He was in a pit and God raised him up to be second in command to be Jesus. Now listen, of Pharaoh, the latter end was far greater than the former end. Amen. Don't ever look at people's failures as, boy, that was terrible. Well, yeah, it is terrible. But it is also a place for God to have a chance to do what only God could do. Amen. I'm telling you, you just know this. The latter end is going to be greater than the former. Never doubt it. Don't be afraid of it. Listen, love is an investment, but it's worth all the heartache it can bring. Because, you know, you'd, you'd probably just get the right one the second time. Yeah, absolutely. Praise God. Don't walk in condemnation. Just forget it. You know what? Yesterday is yesterday. And we all got them. We all got yesterdays. Don't worry about them. Don't worry about what people think. They aren't God. You just move up and you let God bless you. You let God prosper you. Hallelujah. 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 And how are you doing? You're doing good. Yeah, right. Hallelujah. You know, I don't, I don't guess emotional stress and confusion and disorder and the inability to focus and to get out of where you were is a disease, but it sure can be as tormenting as one. And what you need to do is you just need to see very clearly the precise steps that God wants you to do and you need to stop thinking about all those things that could have been or should have been you wish it wish have been if that's a phrase but now listen God has given you a sound mind let that mind rule you stop worrying about how when why God I thought this I thought that yesterday's are yesterday's but listen you need to put your focus. God, what I see, I will do. Here's a real simple formula for walking with God. Do everything he tells you to do, and you'll not miss him. 
That's it. How do I find God's will? Start walking. You're liable to run right smack dab into it. Amen. Yeah. If God told the poor and the blind to sit by the roadside, if blind Barnabas had not done it, Jesus never would have met him. Never would have met him. The man on Jericho Road was headed somewhere to do something. He might have got mugged on the way, but Jesus still met him. Look, don't worry about missing God. Just keep walking with God. He's big enough to redeem your mistakes and bring you to a happy ending. That's what he's able to do. So don't worry. Don't calculate it all. Just do what God told you to do. You can't miss it. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I've seen a young guy here over on that. Is he? Yeah, he's, is he? No. Yeah, he is. He's down there on the end. We're going to pray for him. Hallelujah. 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 Now, you know, I know some of you say, well, you know, well, I want to see the blind. But you know what? Somebody getting set free from what we just talked about, sometimes to them is a bigger miracle than the blind. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. What are you here for tonight? To appease her? No. Okay. I was hoping to get her prayed for. What do you need prayer for? Nose done teeth. What? Nose done teeth. Good. Straightforward. You know when they get in, you'll be smarter. That's a lie. Hallelujah. Stand right up here. Hallelujah. How's that baby doing? Good. She's got a rash. Huh? She's got a rash. She does. Is he rubbing her the wrong way? No, I'm kidding. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that rash right now on that child. I command it to dry up in Jesus Christ's name. Now, God, I speak right now to these wisdom teeth. God, certainly we know, God, that they're breaking forth. But, God, I ask you to bring them forth in the name of Jesus. And I curse all this struggle. Let these come in. God, supernaturally, with no pain, from this moment on, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. There you go. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord of glory. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. There is a blonde-haired girl here. No, no, she's not blonde-haired. I'm just... Um, Is there a cross between a brunette and a redhead? Who? You got all burned hair. And you are here tonight and you are dealing. Look, I'm, I'm just taking this service away that God's taking it. And you are dealing with depression very heavily. And uh, you really don't know where to turn. I don't know if you've been to the doctor. I don't know, but I do know that Auburn hair, our, our urban, thank you. Hallelujah. That's why I married a blonde. Hallelujah. Where are you? What color of hair do you have? Brown, blonde. 
You don't have all, but, uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, where are you from? From Botkins. Get out of here. Nobody's from Botkins but me. Hallelujah. Now listen, I'm going to pray for you. Life is going to be entirely different for you. All right? Now, do you have any other physical needs in your life? Any medical problems? Okay. All right. Give me your hand here. I'm going to pray for you. And uh, how is your mother? She is fine? Okay. All right. Good. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, I break God all of this, just this heaviness over her. I break it in the name of Jesus Christ, and I ask God that you begin to speak to her. She is here, God, because... You've been stirring things in her spirit. There is an arising God of a hunger and a thirst that, Father, she wants a touch from God. She wants God a visitation. She wants to know God. Now, God, I pray for her right now. Now, God, in the name of Jesus, I loose a supernatural peace and an assurance, God, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. What's your name? Angela, Angela. Well, I'm glad that you're here, and you're from Botkins. Good, nice. Were you born in Botkins? No way. Where at? Lima, you were born what? Here, okay. Uh, I used to be on South Street, 204 South Street, right beside the seed company. Yeah, that's how I got here. I didn't move here by choice. I was just here when I got saved. Hallelujah. Well, I'm glad to meet you. Man, two Botkinites meeting in church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you're his sister? Oh, good. And you're from where? Kentucky. You know him? Oh, you do know him? Get I did not know that. Wow. Have you heard the stories about him while he's been up here? Okay, all right, good deal. So what we got, got going on with your foot here? What's it called to loop surgeries? Um, started out with two fractures and a doctor put two plates in and messed it up and the plates, I had to have another doctor take the plate out of them, out of it, and it left it crooked. Ah. And then this one, I had a bunion and a hammer toe fixed, and he's had to go in twice after that because it won't heal. <clears throat> and uh, you have pain in those feet? Yes. So if I pray right now and that pain disappears, we would believe that God is going to finish this and that God is going to turn this foot straight and this foot right here is going to be made whole after these surgeries. Okay? In the name of Jesus, God, I loose the working of miracles. God, to correct this foot that is tilted, twisted. In the name of Jesus, God, in this other foot, God, that needs to heal, I loose right now, God, the working of miracles, and I command 
in the name of Jesus that all this pain come out of her right now. Loose her in Jesus Christ's name. Now, God, I thank you for the working of miracles. And I thank you, God, for all that you've done in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, stand up here and tell me what you got. No pain. No pain. No pain. No pain. All right. Now, that'll be a testimony. The working of miracles go right in motion. You watch that foot straighten up. You watch these bones heal. I'm telling you, God wouldn't take away the pain as a sign if he hadn't started something. Come on. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. Is anybody here deaf in one ear or both ears? Or do you have children here that are deaf in one ear or both ears? Anybody? Raise your hand if you are, if you do. Anybody? Okay, anybody have cataracts, glaucoma? All right, come up here. Anybody else? Come up here. Uh, anybody blind in one eye or anything of that nature? If that's you, come up here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you have cataracts? Or, okay, cataracts and glaucoma. Cataracts? What do you have? You are. Actually, from the accident that me and Jackie were in. From an accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I do remember that. I do remember that. And you were in that accident. All righty. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you blind devil. I command you right now in Jesus' name, I command this blind devil to come out in the name of Jesus. God, I loose the working of miracles. Oh, God, restore the sight in this eye in the name of Jesus Christ. God, heal of the nerve endings, God, in Jesus Christ's name. I put that hand over that eye. Now, you ready to see? Now, as soon as I take my hand away, you tell me immediately what you can see. No matter how little, anything else, just tell me what you see. It's a lot clearer. Okay. Can you can you see this? One. You can see. Well, that's, that's yeah, that, that's pretty good. Two. Four. Five. Come on. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. Any blurriness that is left right now, I command it to come out of her in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. It's really clear. Ha ha, yeah, well, there you go. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Shout hallelujah. Now, the girl that she's talking about was in a car accident. That girl was threw out of the car. She was killed. And, uh, but she was in that accident. And in that accident, same young lady, uh, Jackie Newis, that lost her life there, she was in that car accident. She went legally blind in her eye out of that accident. But tonight, how many years ago has that been? 21. 21 years, but God restored her eyesight tonight. Oh, come on, somebody. They lost me for five minutes. Huh? They lost me for five minutes. For five months. Five minutes. Oh. Five minutes you were gone. Did you see anything? I saw Jackie. You're kidding me. 
You know, I'm telling you, God is a merciful God. Could I get an amen? Hallelujah. 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 Now you're a living testimony for the goodness of God. Hallelujah. God bless you. Come on, 21 years legally blind. God opened up. Come on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What do you have, sir? I've been told over the last three years of eye exams, I have the beginning of cataracts. Other than that, the thing they've told me is uh, macular degeneration. Well, you know, if you've got eyeballs, everybody has the beginning of cataracts. It's the truth, right? And, uh, you know, if you have blood, you have the beginning of tired blood. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. Yeah, if you have eardrums, guess what? You have the beginning of a loss of hearing. They tell you anything. Right? Didn't they tell you when you were born you have the beginning of baldness? <laughs> you started out bald, you ended up bald. Amen. That's a praise God. We're, we all start somewhere. Hallelujah. Now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I curse this degenerative disease on his eyes, and I command it in Jesus' name to loose him. God, let his sight be clear in Jesus' name. Now, God, I curse these cataracts on her eyes. I command this cataract on this right eye to come out of her right now. And I command these cataracts on the left eye in the name of Jesus to come out of her. Now, God, I curse them. I command these lenses to be clear in Jesus' name. I curse God right now, these cataracts, God, on these eyes. I command them in the name of Jesus to loose his lens, God, clear his vision in Jesus' name. Now, God, I curse these cataracts, these eyes. I commanded on the right eye to come out. I commanded on the left eye to come out. God, I command these lens to be healed and clear in Jesus' name. God, I curse right now cataracts on the right eye. I command them to come out of him. And I command these cataracts on these le this left eye. I command it to come out. God, I loose a miracle to cleanse these lenses in Jesus' name. Now, Father, and you got cataracts? The beginning, of course, you got eyeballs. Hallelujah. Praise God in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I curse these cataracts in this right eye. I command you to come out. I command these cataracts in this left eye to come out. In Jesus' name, in God, I loose the working of miracles. Cleanse these lens in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Shout hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What do you, what's wrong with him? When he was five months old, he got a bouncy ball stuck in his throat. And uh, <laughs> he went into cardiac and respiratory arrest, but God brought him back. Okay. So he has a so that was long list. <laughs> a, which complication from the brain not having It was oxygen. a brain injury, yes. Yeah. Yes, and, that's uh, correct. So those nerves start dying and uh, all kinds of things happen. Because the brain controls all those nerves, come through a little hole about that big. Yeah. And uh, if those are shut off, people don't realize that 
nerves, even nerves, cause your bowels to work. Yes. Nerves cause your kidneys to work. And uh, if you get those yes. pinched or anything in any way, shape, or form, then your body responds to it, whether it shuts down or becomes hindered or whatever it might be. Every organ in his <clears throat> body hurt for two years. Hallelujah. Well. He's a living miracle. He really is. But we have some teenage issues. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. There's still stuff. But. but I do believe in miracles. And I believe that there is nothing impossible. I don't know how many birth defects that we've seen turn. I mean, listen, heads twisted, faces <laughs> twisted. Money, aren't yeah. the devil is merciless and uh, so I'm just telling you that when we pray we're going to release the working of miracles sometimes we tell people to go home and, and I know people think we're just blowing them off but we've seen it so many times you know from people sending us cane walkers but we see them I, I can't tell you how many just come back the next night walking without wheelchairs and you know all kinds of crazy stuff isn't it and uh but i'm telling you you know we prayed for a little kid uh, that was a mongoloid or, and uh they brought him when he was about a year old and they said could you pray for him we prayed for him his facial features started changing <laughs> and his intellect started rising they brought him back three or four years later said could you pray for him again and we prayed for him again, and we never saw him until they brought him on his 13th birthday to my office. And they said, you know, he's been in regular school, he's doing okay, and, uh, but now he wants to give his life to Christ. So I said, tell me the story. He told me the story of the crucifixion, told me the story of the loss of man, and he told me of the redemption through the blood of Jesus. I got to lead him to Jesus Christ in my office. Yeah. And uh, so I'm just telling you that nothing is impossible. Right. I'm thinking, Eric, about that man that was in Switzerland. <clears throat> Brought him in on a stretcher. He had a stroke. His brain was just, his whole body was just crippled. He was blind. And uh, I prayed for him. And uh, in my mind, I thought, gee, gee, couldn't I do? Why'd they bring this guy? That's what I thought. I prayed for him. And I said, <clears throat> I just told him, I said, do something you couldn't do. And he just moved a finger. I, I mean, it, that much. And his wife said, oh, my God, he couldn't do that before. I'm thinking, chill out, lady. Well, we, we started praying for other people. Pretty soon, his arm went up. Pretty soon his eye popped open. Pretty soon his legs are moving. Pretty soon the guy's not laying on a stretcher anymore. He's setting up. And God healed the man. So I'm just telling you, you may notice little things. That's the working of miracles. Right. The working of miracles is a progressive work. Stirring faith every time we see a manifestation. And so we're going to pray for him. And I'm going to ask God just to recreate every nerve ending in his body. It is no different than what the, that crippled 
uh, not the crippled baby, but the baby that had his foot like that short. And we put him on the stage and that little boy's leg, little girl's leg, I forget what it was, grew out every nerve, every blood vessel, every muscle, every tendon, and the bone had to grow that leg out. And if God can do that, I know God can do this. Oh, I believe he can. Oh, yeah. And that's all that God asks is simple belief. I've seen him have about 10 or 12 lives now. I've lost count of Good. how well, many times we're we've going been to believe God. at a bottom baseline where all there was was God. Well, we're going to believe God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, come on, folks, stretch forth your hand. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, God, I loose right now the working of miracles. God, to recreate nerve endings, blood cells, blood vessels, God. Right now, I loose the working of miracles, God. Creative miracles into his brain, into the cellular system, God, into the neurological system. In the name of Jesus, God, let every organ begin to respond, God. Let every nerve ending come alive, God. Let every blood vessel, God, be recreated and reformed. Let oxygen, nutrients, God, and signals right now to be released in Jesus' name. Be thou made whole. I curse the work of the devil and I loose the working of miracles in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 It's really no different than the restoration of a stroke victim. Yeah. It, and, and listen, we see people get battle with you. It's, and I'm just telling you, I, I, just, I just believe in the working. I believe in a faithful God. And I know you do too. And I tell you what, when God entrusts children to us like arrows, nothing that happens in their life is unknown to God. He sees the beginning from the end. And he entrusts children by sovereign choice. Children are not mistakes. Children are, oh, well, you know, you weren't expected. Forget that. These are sovereign choices of God. He knows us before the foundation of the earth. And they are like arrows. And God puts them into the hands of people that he has enabled and empowered with faith to not only nurture them, develop the gift, but also to care for them. And no parent has a child except that they have a measure of faith to provide for that child. From the time that they take their first drink of milk until the time that they're buried, God has provision for that child and it lies within the grasp of a parent because of faith. God knew this would happen. There was nobody better on planet Earth to care and to use their faith for his restoration and his inherited right for healing than you. None. I, I'm, I'm telling you, children are not just scattered out and whoever will gets them. They are sovereignly placed in people's lives. And, and that just shows us how much faith God has in us. How much, listen, God believes in us more than we believe in ourselves. And I'm telling you, he is in the greatest hands that God could have ever put him in. Your faith is not going to fail. Your faith is not going to be denied. I'm telling you, 
God knew this would happen. And God gives us faith. And in our faith is the victory to overcome the world. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, God will do that no matter what happens. I'm telling you, your latter end will be greater than your former. I'm telling you, you watch. God believes in you. God believes in the measure of faith that he put in you. God believes in this young man. Look, nothing is done until we step to the other side. Okay? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, sometimes miracles take time. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, uh, who has ruptured disc uh, in their back or up in their upper neck? Who is that? You have ruptured disc in your neck and your back. Please stand up. Come right out here. How you doing, sir? Good deal. Where are you from? Walpock. You got that accent from Walpock? Yeah. <laughs> I'm originally from St. Mary's. Oh, okay. Well, that, now that makes a little more sense. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> uh, yeah, praise God. So uh, St. Mary's is kind of a hillbilly magnet. Pretty near, yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of like Sydney or Quincy <laughs> or DeGraff. You know, they just migrate there. It's kind of like a light to a moth. And we all go there. And then, then you moved away and, you, and uh, you brought the accent. Yeah, I try not to talk it too much. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, praise God. Hallelujah. Well, I thought you were from Kentucky uh, or West my, Virginia. My, my dad was, but oh, well. I, I was born here. Yeah, oh, well, I Great was Ohio. born here too. And they tell me I sound like a hillbilly, but I just married my wife and it rubbed off on me and she lost it and I got it. And uh, hallelujah. Uh, is this your daughter? Yeah. Is this your girlfriend or your wife? That's my wife. Okay. And my son. And that's your son too? Yep. Wow. Praise God. Well, we're glad you come. Hallelujah. And uh, which one of you are dealing with this, uh, like, uh, agitated bowel? In the it's from your digestive system, but you have, like, an irritated bowel. You have bouts of, I hate to say this, diarrhea or things of that nature? You don't? I had, I was... Ah. Uh, Okay. I got a little bit uh, before Christmas, a week before Christmas, I was diagnosed with cancer. Mm. And Where at? I, I, it's in all my lymph notes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's, uh, I had a first round of chemo uh, three days after Christmas, and I'm getting ready to go back for another one. Okay. And uh, it's in your lymph notes? Yep. All right. Well, we're going to pray. And we're going to believe God. And, uh, you know, I, I really don't care what the doctors do. Look, buddy, if they help, I believe in living. You hear it? I don't believe just, I believe in God. Well, I do too. But I also believe that you can eat right and live long. And you can eat stupid and die young. I, I believe that God gave us sense. And, uh, you know, I think that what doctors do would be just as much as herbs would do. Some people say, well, you ought to go the natural way. <laughs> like it is kind of natural. Anything in this world is natural. Ain't that right? If it's not in this world, I'd say it's abnormal. But if it's in this world, it's as natural as you can be. Now, I'm not saying everything ought to be medicine. I don't think everything's herbs. You know, a lot of times I take herbs and they just move out of me faster and they go in. And easier, hallelujah. 
And uh, the biggest percentage of herbs are not even digested by the human body. They're just dispelled by the human body. But it is a good marketing tool. And, uh, you know, if every herb did everything it said, we'd all have white teeth, long hair, praise God. It'd be great. They don't. You know, it's just, they tell you anything. Well, people say, I know it. sometimes people get healed on sugar pills. Look, I believe we use everything we can to live, to live. Amen. I'm not into dying. I'm into living. Amen. Now, we're going to pray for you. Hallelujah. And uh, how are you doing, young man? Pretty good? Okay, good deal. And uh, you're really concerned about your father? Is your dad still alive? Uh, no, my dad passed away. Uh, both of my kids were five and seven. Okay, what did I have? He had a bunch of stuff wrong with him. Okay, hallelujah. Well, we're going to end this right here. We don't want any of that jumping on your son. And he's going to live a long life, praise God, and be as good looking as you are. Marry a great woman like your wife is. Hallelujah. And be as henpecked as you are. Hallelujah. That's what we're going to believe, God. <laughs> Which I don't think you're henpecked by uh, restraint, I think, is by choice. All right, now let's pray. Now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I curse this cancer right now and these lymph nodes. I curse it right now. All of this lymphoma, I command you to come out of him in the name of Jesus. God, I loose the working of miracles to cleanse right now these lymph nodes, God, to cleanse his blood, to cleanse every organ in the name of Jesus Christ. I loose the working of miracles in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. 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 Now, how are you doing, young lady? Besides worrying about him, how are you doing? Okay. Okay, just okay. Besides worrying about him. Okay, good. Good deal. And uh, you, you don't have any digestive problems? Not that I know of. Okay. Well, you would know it. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, praise God. Hallelujah. I would think you would. Amen. Hallelujah. And how are you doing, young lady? Good. Yes. So you come with her? Why? Because she needs healing. But I wanted to let you know when you were praying for the lady from Kentucky, I had a frozen joint on my big toe that is now loosed that I didn't even wasn't even thinking of. And I started moving it in my shoe. I was like, oh my goodness. Oh yeah. <laughs> so surprise. People, what happened? There, there are three types of people in every service. There are those who are ready to be harvested. There are those that then break off and end up being harvested just like a tree, different types of fruit. And then there are those that are being filled with faith for the next time of a harvest. That's why it's so important that if you have a series of services or anything, that you continue to go to them. Because if you don't get it the first night, then understand if you don't get it when you go home, wake up the next day, then what God is doing is he is positioning you that you'll get it before service is over. But, you know, Christians go once, well, I didn't get it. You know, they, they, they treat the church like McDonald's. You know, extra sauce, hallelujah, don't charge me extra. You know, praise God, hallelujah. And uh, you, 
God bless you. I have heavy metal um, evidenced in my head, and it affects my glands, my adrenal, thyroid, neuropathy. And I just need to be chemically imbalanced, and the evidence of heavy metals gone. All righty. Hallelujah. We prayed for a young man the other night that had uh, eight rods in his back. Couldn't bend, couldn't do anything, any excruciating pain. We prayed for him. Man, the kid bent over. The man started doing all this kind of stuff, and all the pain left, and just started shouting and giving God the glory. I am believing God when I pray for people like you that there's going to end up being a pile of metal because we can recycle that and make money for the kingdom. I, I, you, I'm not kidding you. I think that metal ought to just be melted out end up on the floor so we can send it to the metal guys and make money. Amen. You pay for it going in, we ought to get paid for it going out. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, you have neuropathy in your feet and your... Just the one. The okay. one starting. Starting. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to the now, uh, is this uh, affecting your joints? That's okay. I don't, All right. I don't know. Okay. In the name of Jesus, well, it's not going from now on. In the name of Jesus, I command right now all this contamination, God, of these metals in her body, I command you in the name of Jesus to loose her. Come out of her right now. Come out in Jesus' name. I break the power of this uh, contamination of her nerves, of her system, God, of her organs. I break your power and I speak right now to this immune system to be strong. I command it right now to recover and receive healing in Jesus' name. God, I loose her right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It'd be more than the family history, my mother and her side of the family had severe arthritis. Yeah, well, we ain't having severe and I, arthritis. You're right. You ain't Amen. mama. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You're born of I a new seed, Amen. and you're born of a different bloodline. Amen. Praise God. Now, I'm telling you, now, when you get up in the morning, you're going to find that neuropathy is going to be gone. You're going to find that your body is just recuperating, just recuperating, recuperating, recuperating. Uh, do you drink tea? You don't drink tea. Well, I'll tell you what, you're going to drink tea. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm just telling you right now, I, you're going to drink tea, and, uh, and I'm just telling you, something is going to transpire in just the next few days. You're going to know, and when you start feeling those things, what you're going to do is start declaring the end from where you're at right now. You're going to start saying, man, God healed me of this. I'll tell you what, I believe all that stuff is gone. And just as you begin to declare that, you're going to see it start dropping off inch by inch, moment by moment. And I'm telling you, you're going to be restored in Jesus Christ's name. And you're not crazy. You're not crazy. I know people think you're crazy. You're not crazy. You are not crazy. Hallelujah. What you have is real. It's not in your imagination. It is an attack of the enemy. And I'll tell you right now, his power has been broken. And you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, let me pray for this one more person, then we're, we're going to get out of here. Uh, who I have back? Oh, I'm sorry. Gosh, I'm sorry about that. 
uh, ma'am, you're sitting right behind Pam. Pam, turn around and say, that's you. Yeah, would you stand up and come out here? Besides a new beginning, what did you come here for? Um, I have some health issues. Um, more important than my health issues is um, comfort and peace for my grandbabies that I'm currently raising. Hmm. Hallelujah. And how many grandbabies you have? Four. Ooh, I've got three. But I'll tell you what, nobody put him in better care than God. I know that we think, oh man, God, this is so hard. You know, I had kids when I was young. These ain't mine. I, I understand that. But you know, that, that faith is contagious. You know, when God gives gifts and callings, you know, he puts them, no matter how they come into the earth, because they're sovereignly decreed, sovereignly positioned, sovereignly gifted by God, he puts them, and no matter what they're going through, he ends them up someplace that the faith that they need for that which God has called them to do will be put in them. And you know, Lois and Eunice had that in Timothy's life. I don't know where Timothy's father was. I don't know why he was so connected to his grandmother with his mother. It may have been an issue like this. But out of that came Paul's son in the faith. Pastored one of the largest churches in the world, had over 20,000 members in Ephesus, in one of the most corrupt areas. And he raised him up. Nobody could have took Timothy's place. Nobody takes your grandchildren's place. And nobody is more gifted than you to engraft faith in them. health issues I've been struggling with is um, right before Thanksgiving I was in atrial fib for four days I couldn't get the one shot and done deal I spent time in the hospital um, for it and um, now I have medication and I have a thyroid that doesn't work at all it's done so given up yeah it's over with okay <laughs> all righty Father, in the name of Jesus, I curse right now. This AFib, God, in the name of Jesus, I speak to this heart to come into normal rhythm in Jesus' name. And then, God, I speak to this thyroid right now that God had come into order and that God had do what you have designed it to do in Jesus Christ's name. I command life into that thyroid in the name of of Jesus Christ and God I loose the peace of God the counsel of God the wisdom of God upon her in Jesus mighty name amen and amen hallelujah 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 praise God hallelujah alrighty let's pray for these backs and hallelujah praise the Lord Jesus hallelujah hallelujah in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I speak to these ruptured discs and I command them right now in Jesus' name. I command these ruptured discs to come out of him right now. Be thou made whole 
in Jesus' name. God, I loose right now a miracle on the behalf of creative miracle into these vertebrae and into these discs that are ruptured. I command them right now to come out of him. And God, I loose the working of miracles into these discs in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. 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 Hello, Jane. You're just getting ready for golf season, right? Yeah. All right. Hallelujah. I have a dislocated disc. A dislocated disc. What does that mean? It's out of place. Well, it's out of click. A little bit. Not, not bad. Don't they break people? I mean, bone breakers, or don't they put them in back in place? Bone breakers? Or, or, or yeah, I'm, bone adjusters. They try. And if they don't adjust, they, they, br- are they okay. In the name of Jesus, I command right now. I command in the name of Jesus, God, that this disc right now come into alignment in Jesus' name. I loose the working of miracles in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for it. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What do you got? Um, it's called... It's, hold on, let me think. I don't know, but my spine goes like this. It slid forward at my sacrum. Your spine slid forward? Yeah. Good night. And then it spread. Well, then it spread? <laughs> Is that what's wrong with my wife? Oh! It, it, no. <laughs> Turn that off, Phyllis. I was kidding. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the In the name of Jesus Christ, I speak right now, God, in the name of Jesus. I loose the working of miracles. I command this backbone and this spine to reconnect God and God to become right now normal in Jesus' name. Oh, God, for your glory. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A digestive problem. Hallelujah. From my esophagus all the way to my intestines. And the doctors are saying there's nothing they can do because it's not contracting. Okay, so it's a, uh, what do they call that? Uh, it's the muscle. A what? They call it a, the muscle. Okay, so the muscle is just not contracting. On your day. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak to this esophagus right now. I speak, God, that it comes alive and that, God, it begins to function in Jesus' name. Oh, God, right now, into a digestive system in the name of Jesus. And, God, I thank you for it. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. 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 Nikki, sing that song. He touched me. Hallelujah. 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 Now, if you're sick here tonight, if you'll just stand up, you're going to do just what I do in, in crusades, and I'm going to pray for you. Just like you may not realize it, but things are happening right now. Like that woman's toe getting loose. She's had a frozen toe. What? Things are happening all over this sanctuary. People's lives are being transformed. Hearts are being healed. Lives are being healed. Diseases are being healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Christ of Nazareth that thou be whole that you rise up you that are sitting there you have arthritis in your lower back in your kneecaps arthritis in your hands I command you in the name of Jesus to be free and I command you to rise up and be made whole in Jesus Christ's name in the name of Jesus now you quickly write give us your testimony because we overcome the devil by the blood of the Lamb by the word of our testimony hallelujah somebody shout hallelujah 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 all right nikki i want you to sing that while we dismiss hallelujah we love you thank you for coming share what jesus has done for you glorify him in all you do
God bless you. Thank you.